Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. I hope you guys are having a great week. This is Tyler Chef, and I am your host. Mike is once again flying the friendly skies this week, so you're stuck with me. And this week, we're going to talk about well something that we probably need to talk about. That is uh, in out of control inflation and how that lines up with debt. Now, if you have are carrying unsecured debt, credit card debt right now of any kind, I want you to pay attention. This is very important. But before we start this show, I want to give a shout out to Matt. Matt from the mountains of North Carolina. I'm not going to drop out his last name because I don't want to expose him. But he is a listener here to the Cashflow Guys podcast, along with all of y'all. And today I was doing a tour. I do I do some moonlighting as a tour guide down here in Key West, something I've always wanted to do in my free time. So I drive the Key West conk train from time to time. I absolutely have a blast. It's something I always wanted to do. It's a bucket list thing. And this year I decided, heck, I'm doing it. So I just went through several months of memorization and all that to learn all about Key West history and kind of master the fine art of storytelling, which actually helps me with my copywriting that I use for all my advertising for my real estate. Well, I was out doing a tour today. I was going through Key West and covering all the topics in Key Key West history, what all about what has happened here over the years, the good, bad, the indifferent. And out of the blue, on comes Matt. Matt's like, I recognize that voice from somewhere. He was sitting in the back of the train, and uh, he was kind enough to come up and introduce himself, and I'm sure glad he did. I got to meet him and his wife, uh, very lovely people. And guys, when you come back to Key West next time, unfortunately, today was his last day on the island, so we didn't have a chance to go out and get a beer. But um, next time you come back to Key West, brother, make sure you hook, look me up in advance. Let's get together and have a beer or a cup of coffee, and we'll talk real estate, life, personal finance, whatever you want to talk to. Great guy. Uh, got myself, I got a selfie taken with him, so that's cool. I got to feel like uh, I was with a celebrity. He's a really cool guy, and I appreciate him uh, speaking up and saying something. So that's outstanding. Shout out to you, Matt. Now, with that, let's get on with the episode. Now, this week, guys, I've been watching the news like the all, like you all. I've been looking at what's going on in the world. I was thinking to myself yesterday, uh, one of my rentals, I had Roto-Rooter go out to take care of a a uh, clog in a kitchen sink. My normal plumber suddenly went out of business, and I found that interesting. It's like plumbers usually make a killing, and my plumber was a pretty good one, so I was trying to figure out what happened to him. Well, I found out what happened to him, but I'll cover that in a minute. Anyway, Roto-Rooter comes out, the actual Roto-Rooter company. I was in a pinch. I didn't realize my plumber had gone out of business and I needed somebody to pinch. And I thought, what the heck? They were the first one that came up in Google. So I called Roto-Rooter. He came out, Roto-Rooter guy. He literally snaked the drain and then my bill was $600. That's right, $600 to snake the drain. Now, I know what you're probably thinking. Yes, what I paid for is him knowing what to do to fix the leak right away, yada, yada, yada. Well, my handyman was tied up. My plumber was out of business. I didn't have a choice. I probably did have a choice, but I had a, a guest in there, and I like to take care of it. It's at one of our Airbnb apartments. I want to get the guest taken care of. So my first reaction was probably what anybody would have. It's like, good God almighty, $600 to snake a drain. Dude was in our, that apartment for maybe 15 minutes uh, to snake the drain. Now, you might be asking, well, geez, why didn't you just go do it yourself, Tyler? Well, number one, I'm in Key West, and that apartment happens to be in Tampa, Florida. So that's why I didn't do it myself. And even if I was in town, I probably still wouldn't do it myself. But that got me thinking. I was concerned about the $600. I thought, you know, that just doesn't, I don't feel the value in the $600. But then I realized I needed to change my mindset. Because here's the thing. 
that company, Roto-Rooter, is probably a lead generation company, which means they're taking a commission off the top. The guy that actually showed up with a snake in his hand probably works for, uh, you know, a, 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 a plumber snake. He probably works for a licensed plumber. He's probably a, a, a journeyman or something like that. He works for a licensed plumber. Licensed plumber has insurance, debt, probably pays for the vehicle that the guy showed up in that says Roto-Rooter on the side, probably pays a franchise fee or some sort of lead fee to Roto-Rooter to get my lead in the first place because he doesn't have his own marketing plan. So at the end of the day, that $600 was probably spread between three or four different people slash entities, and the guy that actually ran the snake down the sink and got his hands dirty might have made 100 maybe 200 bucks. So when I thought about that whole process, you know, it didn't bother me as much. I wasn't excited about it, but shame on me for not staying in touch with my vendors to make sure they're doing okay. Uh, maybe there's something I could have done to help this plumber, but uh, the, my regular plumber. But unfortunately, he went out of business. And I, so I finally called him, had a conversation with him, only to find out that the reason he went out of business is he got swallowed whole by his credit card debt. That's right. He had bought a bunch of tools. He read redid the inside of two of his plumbing vans using a credit card. And when all this stuff went crazy the last 12 months with the interest rates going nuts, his interest rates on his credit cards went from like 12% all the way up. Some of them were like 30 and 40% interest. The payments got so huge. It was literally taking all of his profit and he wound up just closing his doors. Now he's filing bankruptcy. Matter of fact, that reminds me, I needed to refer him to Sean Yesner because Sean Yesner can help with bankruptcy and I'd like to put these two together, see if I can get them and point it in the right direction. Anyway, I started thinking about it. It's like, this is going to happen to a lot of people. I know a lot of service providers, uh, people on my team that I believe have a lot of credit card debt because they live a pretty extravagant lifestyle. Now, I, Mike and I really live a very... Uh, toned down lifestyle. Yes, I live in Key West and Mike lives in Salida, Colorado, but we live well below our means. Uh, I, there was a time in my life where I was very heavily in credit card debt. That scared the living bejesus out of me. So I promised myself that I would never back myself into that corner again. Thank goodness. Uh, I took the, the uh, studies of Dave Ramsey. I used the debt snowball method and I got us out of debt. Thank goodness. But for the rest of you, if you're carrying credit card debt right now, something may be happening that you're not aware of. Number one, behind the scenes, the banks are raising your interest rate on your credit card. So if you are carrying credit card debt, now is the time to double down and focus on that credit card debt. The best way to do this is make a list of all of your debts. Every credit card that you have, maybe only you have one or two, and if you only have one or two, great. Write down all of your recurring expenses. This is very important. I just did this again. It had been a while. And I found $300 of recurring things coming out of my checking account that I had completely not been aware of. You know, Apple Music, Apple this, Apple that. Books I bought, subscriptions. That all added up to like an extra $300 a month. Now, I had just cleaned the cobwebs out about two years ago. It only took me two years to figure out a way to waste $300 a month for which I got no value. So I implore you to write down a list of everything that comes out of your checking account. I understand you have a check register. Write it down on a, on, a, on a sheet of paper, get a legal pad or something like that, and write down everything that came out of your, your checking account last month because it's important for you to see where your money's going. If you don't know where your money's going, you are going to go broke. I'm here to tell you, especially what's with around the corner. The U.S. government is broke. We're about to go into war again. War is expensive. 
interest rates have not even begun to slow down increasing. I know that people are out there saying, oh, interest rates are going to go down. I, I don't agree with that. I think they're going to go higher. Most recent job report came in. It was not exciting. The inflation rate has spiked up again, which means it's highly likely that the Fed is going to continue with quantitative tightening. And when they do that, that means the cost of everything is going to go up. Plus, just with everything they're doing, that is overwhelmingly raising the prices of everything. The other day, I went to the grocery store. I like ribeye steaks. I appreciate a good steak. I walked into the store. They wanted $45 a pound for a ribeye. That's at Winn-Dixie, guys. That's at a regular grocery store like Kroger or Publix. $45 a pound for steak. That is insanity. So I didn't eat steak. I actually bought fish and saved 20 bucks a pound. Get, believe it or not. That's absolutely crazy. Next thing you need to do, and you got to do this right away, is you're going to have to create a budget. I know that's a dirty word, but this is going to help you track your income and your expenses. If you're on commission, you need to be tracking your income to make sure you're getting paid properly. Look at your KPIs, key performance indicators. Make sure your sales are where they need to be. And if they're not, make adjustments. Get a handle on these on these expenses that you're not seeing or maybe you're not noticing. These extra expenses that are getting the little $10 here, $5 there. For me, that those little nickel-dime things added up to 300 bucks. I had no idea they were there. It just happened. It's like, wow. So once you identify these things, now, and I'm here to tell you, there's not one of you listening to this podcast that does not have a phantom charge coming out of your checkbook. I guarantee it. Read your credit card statements. Balance your checkbook. People are like, balance my checkbook. Have you lost your mind? I'm telling you, you need to do it because it's going to be an eye opener. You're going to have to cut back on unnecessary expenses. Once you realize where your money's going, then you can start to cut back on the stuff you don't need. For example, if you're going to Starbucks every day and you're paying, you're paying 8 to $10 for a, a cup of coffee and a muffin, you're getting screwed. You can go to, to the grocery store, buy four muffins for a couple dollars and save some money. Okay? Maybe it's, you're eating out a lot. I have friends of mine in Key West, they eat out every night. These are not rich people, okay? They're making, I don't know, seventy-five to 150000 a year, and they eat out every night. Their food bill every single night is over $100 if they have a cocktail, sometimes over $200. Very easy. Now, I thought that was just exclusive to Key West, but over the summer, I was out in Wyoming. I'm telling you, it was off the chain how much it costs to go out to dinner, even in the middle of nowhere in Wyoming. Inflation is everywhere. You can't hide it, okay? Look at unused subscriptions like me. I listen to YouTube music, but I have a pay for a subscription to Apple Music. Why the heck am I paying for two music subscriptions? So I canceled Apple Music. Now I just have YouTube music because it also gives me my TV, right? That was like an extra $20 a month that was just being wasted, absolutely wasted. Here's another one, car insurance. When was the last time you looked at your car insurance? Well, for me, it was this, I got finally sold my Jeep and I took my Jeep off the insurance policy just the other day. We paid off the loan, took it off the car insurance policy and shaved my, cut my insurance in half. Now, Jill and I still have two other vehicles, but the Jeep was sucking up half of our insurance bill. Also, what I didn't realize is my insurance company raised our rates 45% last year. Keep in mind, Jill and I have had no tickets, no accidents for, oh, better part of 20 years. Um, but the insurance company felt it necessary to raise our rates without even telling us. They just simply renewed us at a higher rate. It went up 45%. So now I'm back to the negotiating table, negotiating with the different insurance companies to try to get myself a better price. I had no idea that they were going to raise my rates just like that. I didn't even know that was legal. Nonetheless, they did it. Okay. 
if you do have a credit card debt, don't just make your minimum payments. I don't care if you give them $10 a month more than your minimum payments. Give them, you need to do the $0 method. That's what Dave Ramsey teaches. You need to figure out where every dollar is going and all that extra money for all those Starbucks coffees and, and, and Apple iTunes subscriptions. That stuff needs to go to pay down your credit card debt. Guys, your credit card debt, if you have it right now, is going to get out of control. It is going to swallow you whole. And this time, they're not going to just let you go. They're going to start getting creative. They're going to put liens against houses. They are going to, the collection methods are going to be fierce this go-around. That's because the mountain of credit card debt out there is larger than it's ever been, which means these companies are going to have to get proactive in their collection methods. Unfortunately, you're going to be on the wrong side of that, okay? Now, next step is you have some extra money, you get a pay raise, something like that. You get a bonus, you get some unexpected money. If you got that credit card debt, Put it towards that credit card debt. Get rid of it. Get to the zero debt method. At this point, if you got credit card debt, it's now time to get serious. Use one of the debt payment methods out there. It's up to you which one you use. Most, The two most common are what they call the debt snowball and the avalanche method. The debt snowball, if memory serves correctly, basically is you find the smallest credit card balance you have and start taking every nickel you have and putting it towards that balance to get it paid off quick in a hurry, right? Ricky ticky, get it done, and then move on to the next one. The whole principle there is it gives you momentum. It makes you feel good once you get one of the credit cards paid off, even if it's a teeny tiny one, even if it's not one of the high interest ones, it makes gives you a sense of completion, makes you feel good about where you are. It makes everything easier on you. So try one of those two methods. Uh, you can learn about the debt snowball method. You can either Google it you could sign up for one of uh, Dave Ramsey's teachings or something like that. But make no mistake, if you guys don't take action on this, you're going to get swallowed whole. Now, the snowball method, as I said, involves paying off your smallest debts first, regardless of the interest rate. Okay, The avalanche method involves paying off your debts with the highest interest first. This will save you money and interest in the long run. Okay, Avoid new debt. I don't care who's offering you what now. If you have a lot of debt, don't be surprised if the other companies out there are going to start giving you loans. I've been reading a lot about this right now. Predatory lending. They'll give you a fixed rate loan that will last over quite a while, and they'll help you pay off your other debt. The problem is there's all kinds of hidden charges in there, and at the end, you're just exchanging one debt for the other. Um, the payments sometimes that you wind up agreeing to are, might, might be more than you can afford. Maybe you think you can afford it now, but if you lose your job, heck, they may require you to, to pledge some house equity to cover those loans. Don't get sucked into that. Uh, maybe negotiate with the creditors if you're having a hard time. You know, maybe it wouldn't be a, a, a bad thing to stop paying altogether if it was actually going to swallow you whole, depending on your situation. I'm not suggesting you just go belly up on your debts, of course, but some people are too buried and they got to do something else, maybe even bankruptcy. If you're in the state of Florida, give Sean Yasner a call. He's in a, he's a, besides doing real estate, he also does bankruptcy. He can help you. He can give you advice. Sit down with him. Do a, he'll walk you through how to do a financial statement to figure out how bad things are for you. You, you know, if you're just trying to live to impress the Joneses, trust me, I've been, I've had those days. When I was in my twenties, I financed everything that wasn't tied down. I learned my lesson, got myself in financial trouble. It took me almost a decade to dig myself out of it. Now that I'm there, or I dug myself out. I will never go back there again. That I can assure you. Okay. So be careful with that. And when you do have some successes, go out and celebrate, go pay cash for a nice dinner. Take your spouse out, take your, your significant other, whatever, go have a nice dinner, but pay cash for it, please. Okay. Now, another way you could do this, you could find other sources of income. Mike calls it a side hustle, right? For example, Mike has his, um, his crash pads, right? 
basically it's pilot housing. He goes and rents a house, uh, pays a couple grand in rent for a house, but then he rents rooms in that house out to other pilots. So he makes a profit. I don't know, $1,000, $2,000 a month isn't too shabby considering he really has no startup cost. That money then he takes, and if he has debt, but I don't think Mike carries debt, but because he's an airline pilot, he makes good money. He uh, And he's very fiscally conservative. But if he had debt, he could apply that money towards his debt. Knowing Mike, he's probably paying down his mortgage sooner so that he gets that peace of mind of having his home free and clear. That's important for a lot of people. Jill and I are actually doing that right now with uh, two of our properties. We're paying them off early. And the reason why we're doing that is we want a peace of mind. No matter what happens in the world, we've got two nice pieces of paid off real estate. One of them is a cash flowing property. The other one is a, a property where we keep our cabin. So we want to have those free and clear. The cabin's almost free and clear now. And uh, our other property that we want to pay off quickly is we're snowballing that one to get that mortgage paid down. That's very important to us. Maybe pick up a part-time job. Think about a side hustle, right? What business can you do? I just paid $600 to basically have a handyman uh, clean my drain. So you could be a drain cleaner and make $600 a day, uh, cut out the middleman, cut out Roto-Rooter, learn to do some marketing, run some Facebook ads about drain cleanout. Uh, I know that there's people out there that'll pay $600 to clean their drain, have their drains cleaned in the middle of the day. I'm one of them. Imagine if you were making $600 a day on a side hustle to, to clean out one drain a day. That's a pretty profitable day if you look at it by the hour, right? Maybe it's time to negotiate with your creditors, right? I believe most of these credit card companies have some sort of resolution program. They may not tell you that on day one, but maybe think about writing them a letter. Get on ChatGPT. Hire maybe a debt consolidation company if you can find one credible. Um, think about writing them letters, asking them for a break on the interest rate. I know that almost sounds funny, laughable, but in the end, if you file bankruptcy, they get nothing. So maybe they're willing to work with you. Will your credit suffer? Well, it depends. I guess that depends on what you can work out with the creditor. Think about hiring an attorney. That's one of the things Sean Yesner does. He doesn't just file bankruptcy. Sometimes he sends letters to credit card companies on behalf of his clients, and he know he negotiates their debt. Last time I talked to him, he was telling me he was getting 50, 60, 70% off the debt. That's a good deal. If you got $20,000 or $10,000 in credit card debt, and Sean can save you seven grand, and all you got to do is pay his legal fees to do it, well, I'm sure his legal fees are probably a lot less than seven grand. Pick up the phone and give him a call. Go to his website, Yesner Law, Y-E-S-N-E-R, law.com. See what he can do for you. Uh, if you're not in Florida, maybe he can refer you to somebody or you can find a local attorney that can help you uh, deal with your debt situation. It's absolutely worth a try, guys, right? Maybe you can renegotiate the interest rates. Maybe you can get a longer term and probably now is probably not the time to refinance, but in the end, you need to get out from underneath debt if you're carrying it right now. Don't go getting into any new debt. Stay away from hard money loans and all this other risky stuff right now, unless you have an absolute sure thing. I think we've got rough roads ahead. I think everybody's going to start feeling the pain here pretty soon. So it's time to be smart with your money, be careful with your money, and focus on earning cash flow. Guys, have a great week, and I will catch up with you next time. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to CashflowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas. So you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.